Ladies and gentlemen, the duo is back. It's been a while. Welcome. This is nothing but miss. I'm Ba. That's Melky with Nick's gear. I don't get it, but this is episode three. Let's go. Melky, how are you, buddy? Well, first of all, New York stand up, all right, man. Don't be hit, hating on the Knicks. Knicks haven't done anything in a very long time. So, you know what? The fact that they're winning right now, and ahead of the Raptors, might I add, is a That's joyous a occasion. Feat. That's and, a big feat. And it's huge. But another thing, like you mentioned, reunited and it feels so good. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since uh, you and I have uh, done this. And, you know, that's mainly my fault. My laptop went down, um, you know, plus COVID, being tired, lazy. Uh, I I think I pulled like a Dave Chappelle where he ran away to Africa. And, you know, because apparently NA30 was, you know, trying to take our creative away. So, you know, I had to escape. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, just, you know, Bill Gates fucking me over with Windows. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad you took the blame. I was going to take partial blame or we were just going to move past it. So I'm glad you just took full responsibility. So that's great. Uh, and by the way, speaking of not after 30, did you see their little catch up uh, oh, reference to the mustard? Those guys, they're so funny. Yeah, they're hilarious. Uh, but mustard's better than ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, there we go. Video flashed out on my end, but we're back. Okay, so... This episode, we're speaking about the Toronto Raptors. And it's almost good we haven't been recording for a while, Melky, because it has not been great. No. Currently, your Toronto Raptors are 17-25 and 25 for 11th in the East. And they're playing Houston tonight, mind you, who's lost 20 in a row. Imagine losing 20 games in a row. Yeah. I mean, the Raptors have lost 8 in a row, but imagine losing 20? Ugh. You know what the sad part is? They probably think the Raptors are a must-win game for them. That's how bad we've been. <laughs> Loser gets kicked out of the league. No. <laughs> okay, so tonight's game, I just put a little, uh, a couple of notes. So Ananobi, he's out, rest. Stanley Johnson starting. Uh, Oladipo's out for Houston, which is a bonus for the Raps. I'm really hoping the Raps win. It was brutal last night's loss. Oh, it's Cleveland? Yeah, I... I think I watched maybe the first half and I couldn't take it anymore. They just look discombobulated. There's no heart. You know, like the last few yeah. years, the Raptors teams have had heart. Yeah. There's there's no heart on this team. And not sure if it's, um, you know, it's a mix of the pandemic breakout, which they had, um, you know, injuries, just the season being weird. It, it's a shame because, you know, I always love watching the Raptors. And this year, I must say, I have not been as entertained as – past prior years no uh it, it's been an eight game loss streak right now they're one and nine in their last 10 games it's been brutal uh, besides the defense being completely gone no rim perim perimeter protection nothing it's hot garbage there seems to be a real lack of that chemistry we've had the last few years like that ball movement the body language the way they found each other on the floor they'd get back and help each other i don't know if this massive covid strike we just took as a, a hit as a team affected us but everyone is off it seems there's a couple of you know fred's playing great but i don't know man brutal i, I think the team is missing an identity the yeah. the last few years there's always been an identity with the raptors and this year they don't have they don't have an identity like we keep alluding to it but losing surge losing mark 
you know, the veteran presence is definitely taking a toll on this team because I'm watching the Raptors and it just seems like everyone's out for themselves. Yeah, that's the thing I circled. The loss of the big man hurt us so much. And then watching Jared Allen last night, too, for the Cavs just going off, I'm like, I'll take you on the team. Let's go, which I hope potentially could happen. We might talk about it later in the episode. But, yeah, the COVID hit. Man, I think playing in Tampa is such a detriment to this team. They're not real home fans. It's 100% away games. I mean, the fans fans booed the team. It's like, I mean, there's just no rhythm. Like you said, there's no... There's just nothing there to for the team to build off of. Yeah, and, you know, uh, home court does a lot. I know not everyone has fans, but knowing that you're in your own building does a lot. It's it's always overrated, but it, it does so much for you. you. You're comfortable. It's like being at home, sitting on your couch. This is my couch. Instead of going to a friend's house and sitting on a friend's couch, you're, you're not the same. You can't put your feet up as, as much as you could, like, at home. So they're missing home cooking and... You can tell. You can tell by the way they play. They they look like shit. Yeah, they do. I uh, I totally agree with you about the home sentiment too, because you can learn to play without the fans. That's not a problem. Like it sucks, and it's going to take time, but that's one thing. But you do need that home stadium, your own dressing room. You just know the layout. It's you don't have to worry about any changes. Nothing. It's just you know your route. You know your day plan from start to finish as a professional. And they're missing that. They're missing the identity. They're missing the defense. Oh, There's God. And and also the way they're blowing games is not what we've seen from Raptors of years past. Like that is old Barnyani Raptors. <laughs> Elmaga. <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating to watch sometimes. It is. It makes me turn off games. Like I said, I I couldn't finish uh, last night's game. It was horrendous. I do have the other game on in the background right now. We yeah. shall see. Like, I'm hoping, uh, you know, the, someone's lit in a fire under their ass. Maybe Nurse, you know, getting fined sparks something because uh, this team, they just look lost out there. And it's a shame because they were, they're better than their records. Way better. Yeah, I know everybody was writing them off with the 2-8 and eight start. And it was hard not to. Like, you and I were pretty optimistic um, fans. I mean, we're Toronto fans. So they came back. They made it to 500. We went a game over 500. You could start to see the momentum there. And it's like, hey, they're not playing in Toronto. But you know what? Fuck it. This team's going. And then the injuries happened. COVID happened. Just Mm -hmm. everything fell apart. Trade rumors, what have you. It's been Yeah, they were they were soaring high, and then they just dipped as as fast as they were soaring. It, it's it's just been a really strange season. So hopefully they can just kick it into gear. Luckily, there's a play in where you know um, from seven to ten, you duke it out to get the last two playoff spots. So they have that in their favor because normally they pretty much be packing it in and selling at the trade deadline. Yeah, and they're what two two and a half games for tenth. I believe that's the difference. Yeah, something it's like that. Not great. Yeah, with we're going to talk about in a bit, but the possible trade rumors. Obviously, not a fade for Cade, and I'm never that fan who wants. Like, I want Lowry to stay. I know it doesn't make sense. Okay, having guys stay longer than when they should go has fucked me in the past. I get that. Still, my heart doesn't want Lowry to leave. But this might be the best time. Teams are salivating for him. With that being said, it's like, 
We're obviously not going to fade for Cade. We're not that bad. We're not Minnesota. <laughs> no one's Minnesota. <laughs> but but do we try and like you were just alluding to, we try to build, get this team chemistry going up and we try to fight for this seven to 10 bracket or what looks like a pretty solid first round and a definite deep top five in the NBA draft. Do we go for that? It's tough, man. I feel like you're caught in the middle because on one hand you want to prepare for the future, but on the other, you want to fight to like get in. I think what I would do, uh, Lowry has been a, a general, a floor general. He's he's Toronto. I would ask him if there's an offer. Give me a list of teams because there are some teams that are coveting point guards. He's not the only one that uh, that's been in trade talks, like Lonzo Ball, and you know some other the other point guards uh, in the league are like teams need him, like teams like L.A. Miami. I would ask him. If we had an offer on the table from Miami, L.A., Philly, his hometown, would you be willing to waive your no trading? If he says yes, pull pull the trigger. If he says no, I wouldn't do it. I Just think he does respect. say yes in that situation, though. I think he would. He's a he's a competitor. Wouldn't you want to have a chance to win another title? And then yeah. he, he, he even mentioned, you know what, whatever happens, I'd still sign that one-day contract and retire as a Raptor. Yeah, the if Lowry goes, then that's just committing. This season's a wash. You have your next three that apparently you're building around Pascal, OG, Fred. It's mm-hmm. time to. I'm thinking Powell's probably gone too. We'll get to him in a second. I really don't want Lowry to go to fucking Philly, dude. I know I'm an <laughs> Eagles fan, but I do not want that guy going home. I think probably the best package may be Miami, and I don't really want Lowry to stay in the East, but. Kendrick Nunn, <clears throat> Tyler Hero, I'm sorry. <clears throat> you know, there's guys that we can actually get, young guys from Miami. Even Kelly Olynyk, he was uh he's a big man. I know he's not I heard too. Yeah, and he can shoot. It's and he's a Canadian, homegrown uh Canadian boy, so I would see what you can get. Like don't be like, don't be like the Toronto Maple Leafs with Matt Sundin and then get nothing. It's it just seems like it's a, at the end of the day it's a business. If you can capitalize on Lowry, try to. With his with his blessing, of course, but try to. You know, none is a none is a baller. None is a baller. If you can get Tyler Hero, that's a shooter right there. You know, I would capitalize. My like I said, normally, man, I want them to stay. And that's usually my answer. But I almost feel a hundred percent that he's leaving in the offseason. If we don't trade him, like you said, he's coming back one day contract, the statue, what every media pundit in Toronto has been saying. And I've hated that they've all been calling for the trade, but it makes sense. Him and Norm, it's time to trade them, get the most. Norm's going to be asking and probably making what, 20 million after he, this summer? Yeah, 18 to 20. He's he's averaging 19.6 points a game. He's, it's a career year for him. He's not. He's not gonna take a pay cut to stay in Toronto. He's gonna. He's. I think. How old is he? Twenty six. Twenty seven. I thought around that age. Yeah, twenty seven. Yeah. Capitalize on it, man. You're you're balling out. You're, you. This is this is his This is his time to capitalize and cash in. So why not? If you can get something for him, why not make that move too? I love Norm. Like Norm is a spark plug off the bench. Great defensive player. He does everything you need him to, and then some. 
but it's a business. You can get something from Norm. That's worth it. Don't just trade him for the sake of trading him. Yeah. If you can get something for him, why not? Yeah, I don't I don't see or, or really want the Raptors to pay him $20 million. I hope someone else, like you said, he definitely deserves it. He's been, like, he he's sick. I love him, too. He's been here for so long, but he's so hot and cold. And if we're moving on from Lowry, we already know that he's not the answer. And we're not going to build around him. So it's time to move on. I, I agree. Uh, he's he's done a service. Uh, he won the he helped us win a title. He was hot like last year in the playoffs. He almost took us to the to the Eastern uh, Conference Finals. You know the way he played. But you know it's a new day. You got to move on. Well, the biggest thing here: why has Masai not signed? That that it's really worrying me, and I feel like since he didn't land Giannis and this season's going down, man, I don't want to say it. I think Masai's leaving. Like, there's no reason for him not to have signed by now. There, there's something that's happening behind the behind closed doors. Unfortunately, we don't know. And yeah. you're right, Masai would have signed an extension already. Who's who's to say he might still might not? But I honestly think New York is calling for him or some other team with a big market is calling for him. He's our, he's won us a title. What more, what else can you ask Masai to do? I really hope he doesn't go to the Knicks. Like I I want him, like I said in an earlier episode to go something outside of basketball. (laughs) Yeah. You know, president of basketball ops or something like that. Just not the Knicks. Go somewhere, rebuild a dynasty, fine. Good luck. But obviously, I don't want him to leave. It's heartbreaking that he hasn't signed by now. You see management in almost every other Toronto sport. They've already signed their contracts. And I feel like he's almost had a conversation with Lowry. And because the team and Tampa and not landing a star, it's like, okay, we're going to, you know, they shook their hands and I think they're both moving on. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, and I think they've earned that respect too. They, they've done everything we've asked, and then some. Like, did you ever expect when we had landed Lowry in a trade eons ago, Lowry would have led us to the promised land? Would you no. Would you have thought Masai, getting Masai from Denver, would you think he would have changed the culture to where it is today where we were able to win a championship and him landing Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green and all these other – Marcus Owen, all these other pieces, Serge Ibaka – I never thought in my wildest dreams that would happen, but they did it. Yeah, we they, got a championship, a Toronto Raptors ring out of it. Yeah, they put Tor- Toronto on the map. Lowry was called, like, we're only a couple of years out from Trash Bros, LeBron <laughs> James memes about this city. Like, we were just a joke how nobody cares about Toronto. And now we have a championship, and teams are salivating for Lowry. They want him. Miami wants him bad. Oh, Miami, Miami needs him. Miami yeah. is a team where, like, last year, I think they capitalized on being in the bubble. Mm-hmm. I never thought they were as good as, as – I never thought they were as good as what they parlayed last year. And now you're seeing it in a full season where you're not in the bubble. You're seeing Miami in its true form, and they need a floor general. Like, Jimmy Buckets can't do it on his own. Tyler Hero isn't a floor general. Uh, Nunn is a very young player. Uh, what's uh, what's the European's name? Um, Drogage. Yeah, Drogage. Drogage is he's a good player, yeah. but he's past his prime. So a guy like Lowry, another pit bull to align with Jimmy Bucket, gives me goosebumps. That would be a team to be reckoned with. It's so frustrating that 
you just see Lowry giving that passionate speech and it's wasted. And this team is just like, you're right, man. He is that leader. It doesn't even matter that he's in his mid thirties mm-hmm. Man is going to go. I, I hate guys leaving Toronto, but I want him to get a ring. Yeah. Like he, each, obviously you hate when the band breaks up, but we got what we, what we needed from, uh, you know, Lowry. Unfortunately, um, it's not gonna work. I, I can't see us winning another title. So unfortunately, yeah, you know, we gotta move on. Sadly, yeah. yeah, they like I said, they have the three OG Fred Pascal. We definitely need a big man. I saw today that the Raptors were in, one of the teams interested in Rashawn Holmes from Sacramento. Yeah, Jared Allen possibly. Like this team has the potential, and if we draft someone sick, milk like. This team could be in the playoffs a lot sooner rather than later. The way that there's parity in the NBA, the NHL, whatever, and how teams can rebuild so fast. Well, well, yeah, that's the thing. You you want to stock the cupboard for the future because it might not be promising today, but who knows what it's going to be like, you know, two, three, four, five years down the line. Like if you can get like imagine we get a Jared Allen. How sick would that be? This guy does everything you ask for in the interior. Because you need an inside out. I always believe you play inside to out. That's where you get your shots, you know, um, your open shots, your three-point shots. Or, you know, even Marvin Bagley. I think Sacramento's thrown the towel in Mar- on Mar- Marvin oh, Bagley. Yeah. The guy is still young. The man, he was a high recruit for a reason. So, like, you know, hopefully we can just capitalize I honestly think we could be a late seed within two, three years if we do this properly. And I was going to say, too, a big problem with when COVID hit this team, it showed the amount of depth we lack on this team, which used to not be a problem. But, yeah, we need to stock the cupboards now. Yeah, I think so, especially with big men. We're we're a little thin. Um we're a little thin up up front, and it shows. Like, Boucher has been a nice surprise. It's been a great story. Uh, Baines has been terrible. They had Alex Len for what ten games. Yeah, just I trash. Expecting Baines, man, to be a stud. I thought he would definitely be a serviceable replacement. I didn't think he was the answer, but I didn't think it was this. Well, he played the Raptors so well when he was in Boston. He was tough as nails. Like you needed. I thought he was going to be that guy, that tough defender that boxed out rebounded just did all the dirty work and these two folks trying to shoot threes and he looks stupid doing it it this, this pod's called nothing but miss he misses everything fucking garbage apparently our tough guy this year is our friggin coach man <laughs> i love nurse man yeah. <laughs> despite the losing I, he can't knock nurse Fifty thousand fine throwing a mask profanity <laughs> he's kind of losing his mind and you know what? I get it. It's frustrating. I hate referees. There is no bigger racket in professional sports than becoming a referee. Kids, don't become an athlete. Become a ref. <laughs> become a part of a mobster union where you legit can't get fired if you're terrible at your job. People can't criticize you without either being fined or losing their job. Oh, I'm, just become a ref. You're safe. It's a joke. What? with that being said, it's still... The Toronto Raptors, the NBA, man, you, you can't be doing this stuff like you. It sucks. And you're a young coach, but you're 
a championship caliber winning coach now. Like you got to hold yourself to a higher esteem. Like I, I love the videos of the guys throwing the sticks, the temper tantrums, <laughs> what have you. But I don't necessarily want it to be my Raptors coach. Yeah, but do you think the nurse gets that respect though? Even though he's no. won the title, do no. you think? I don't Our think he gets the respect. Get the respect. No. I don't care if people say it's typical Toronto whining. Look at the blatant calls missed constantly in the game. The guy is looking at us and it's like oh there there goes lowry and everybody complaining again it's like did you not see the elbow to the face did you not see whatever technical that was it's so brutal man it's so frustrating as a toronto fan oh yeah no they they don't i honestly i don't think the nba wanted toronto to win a title in the first place they look at it as a black eye but too fucking bad we won we were just better. And anyone who says that that title doesn't count because KD wasn't playing, well, you know what? Maybe he should have taken get better care of himself. That's a him problem. We won. Fuck you. Yeah, we won because you know what happened was we had built the perfect championship team just with the missing piece. And that's what Kawhi was. Because yeah, when Kawhi came in, it, no matter what superstar, but we got one of the best, the way he was surrounded with this organization, yeah, you were going to win. Fuck the NBA. We took it. We took it. Now deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> anything uh, Anything else you want to say about the rap? Oh, did you see their new the purple and black jerseys? Ooh, those are sexy. Those are sexy. I might, I might have to get one. <laughs> I'm still going to get the all black, but I'm not a fan of the triangle. I'm not a fan of the triangle, but you know what? I have every Raptor jersey, so I, I feel like I need this one. Like I'm, I'm gonna order a Lowry jersey in red because I don't have a red one. I'm gonna order one of those and just I'll never wear it because it's pretty ugly, but it'll just be there. Yeah. Well, I want the black Lowry from this season. I haven't had a Raptor jersey like I've told you in years, so I need a new one. Are you gonna get the one with the uh, the the Jordan, the Jordan symbol? Did you see that one? No. There's not, it's not black the and. It's not the gold one you're talking about. No, no, this isn't gold. This is black and red. It's pure black and it's got red lettering and it's got Jordan symbol on uh, as the patch instead of the Nike, the Nike sign. Look it up. It's pretty lit, man. Oh, we're on air, but I almost want to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's filthy. That's filthy. Yeah, you might change your mind. You might. It, it, this one's pretty dirty. I I want us to either be black or I want us to be purple. I like the red. It's part Canada. I think it's a great third. Whatever. Do the red and white home away in the black third. That's that's fine with me. I still wish we had purple. Do a heritage one. Uh, I would see. I'd flip it. I do heritage purple as a third jersey. I feel like when it was purple, it was more like Barney the dinosaur, and I I wasn't a fan of it. I thought once they changed it to like red, like Canadian colors, it was more lit. Oh, you like the change, eh? I don't like this jersey per se, but I like last year or two years ago when Kawhi was on the team. I liked when they were kind of messing around with front. Yeah. yeah. Like I liked when they were messing around with that. This one, it looked like a fucking two year old created it. I, I don't know what they were smoking, but I don't know if the NBA is the same as the NHL and all them, but or if they use fanatics, but it just seems like the newer jerseys are fucking terrible. <laughs> the terrible yeah. fit. And they're all just like, you can tell they're like soccer kits now where they probably go to the teams and they're like, hey, here's the 10 templates for a jersey. Choose, <laughs> choose one and we'll make one for you. Here you go. Yeah, Raps use triangle. 
I don't know why they went triangle. It's, 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 I think triangles are one of the like worst shapes in the fucking world. So I, don't, I don't know, man. All right. Well, I'm not going to lament anymore on the jerseys. You got anything else about the wraps? Or are we moving on to a little NBA general? I think we should move on to a little NBA general. Okay. <laughs> let's, go yeah, <laughs> let's go wraps. Yeah, let's go wraps. Obviously, I'm just going to say, by the way, before we end wraps, I want Lowry to stay. Even though the trade deadline's in two days, I think he's gone. But let's let's go and fight for that eighth spot. Screw it. Even if we lose in the first round, let's get that playoffs. I want something to cheer for. Them and the Leafs at the same time. Let's go. I'm cool with that, man. I can live with that. Okay. So the biggest news in the NBA. Oh, God. LeBron injured. Dun, dun, dun. The king dun, is down. Dun. The king is down. Several weeks. High ankle sprain. What are the Lakers going to do? They're barren, man. They're they're lost. It's done. They might oh. have to make a move. Mm, wait, Anthony Davis. Oh, never mind. Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know what's you know what's crazy? Depending on how long LeBron is out and AD, they might be fighting for a play-in spot. Because there are teams creeping up on them. As you know, the West is tight. Like, it's toyed as a toyka. But, yeah, they could, because of the slippage, like, you're going to have Schroeder and Kuzma, like, run your team uh, for the next couple weeks. It's a lot of games. Like, they were saying LeBron could be out for a month. Yeah, I saw that. So, wait, so do you think the Lakers are going to make a move? They're, I think they're almost forced to... Uh, ponder making a move or have to make a move it's it's desperation do you really want to finish eighth i mean yeah they'd be a dangerous eight seed you know against a one like how crazy would that be imagine it was the clippers lakers first round clippers uh, in first uh that yeah, would be nuts. Okay. i'm looking at the record now right so at lakers 28 and 15 dallas eighth place 22 and 19 you're right man it's so close that's it's brutal. tight man you know that's going to happen too. lakers are going to get in what seventh eighth spot mm-hmm. then the boys are coming back they're going to absolutely go on a run and it's going to be lebron back to back again just in time for space jam too <laughs> you, you think uh you think they're better than brooklyn uh if Kyrie doesn't have family matters I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, but you know what? You're going to bring it up and we'll go next. But yeah. uh, with Blake Griffin apparently just stepping up to the Blake Griffin of pass. And if Kyrie doesn't miss any more time, then Brooklyn, yeah, definitely scary. I just don't. I mean, it's like Tom Brady now, man. I'm not doubting LeBron at this point. Yeah. I mean, it, well, he'll be back. The thing is, he'll be back this season. It's not like this is a, he's. Not like it's LaMelo Ball who's out for the year. But uh, he'll be back. AD will be back at some point. Hopefully enough for them to get it together. But I think they do need to make a move. Uh, there's rumors, rumblings out there with them, uh, you know, trying to shake things up. It's going to be tough. It, it's the West, the Wild Wild West. They call it that for a reason. I just wouldn't want to. If I was a first or second seed, I wouldn't want to play the Lakers in the first round. <laughs> no, that, definitely. No, I would. I'd actually try and finish fourth or fifth if I'm in the West. <laughs> yeah, I mean, e- even if you're going to face Portland or Dallas or whoever, it's going to be a struggle. Like that's going to be every game is going to be sick. Like we're going to have some great playoff basketball, Mel. And, th- and that's what I'm looking forward to. I think 
especially with this whole play in too. I think it's going to be so competitive. You don't know what you're going to get. Like if you're the first two seeds, you're scared because you don't know what you're getting in the first round. Whereas and you're in the middle, you you know already. But those first two seeds, you'd usually be comfortable. Like yeah, I'm going to sweep the first. You know, you get like an Orlando or something, and you'd sweep them, or they'd win one game and have their hopes up and then you just ruin it and you crush it, you know, like stealing a cake from a fat person. Like it's just one of those things. Right. And <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a lot different, but exciting. I'm actually looking forward to playoff basketball this year. I think it's going to be lit. Man. And I wanted to say a shout out to Luca. Did you see the 37 points he dropped? He's insane. He's nuts. I've always, I've always been okay with Dallas because of Steve Nash, right? Growing up. Like that was no problem. Mark Cuban's funny. Dirk is just a stud. So I'm going Dirk to choose. For, yeah. So I'll go for Dallas if Toronto's out. But Luca just lighting it up. It's 37 points. I, I watched that game. That was crazy. Is Luca the MVP? Well, man, not if Joker keeps playing the way he's playing. What about James Harden? Would you could you consider Harden in the in the conversation? Or because no. he he ate his way out of Houston. Yeah, he ate his way out. Yeah, I get it, okay? Whatever the purists or whoever want to say that, just looking at the numbers in an MVP season, he doesn't deserve an MVP trophy for acting the way he does. You're not supposed to reward that. I don't give a shit about the numbers because there are guys close enough this year that have had amazing years that can deserve the trophy and don't have this black stain on it. It's brutal. He he basically, like, I I legit feel bad for Houston right now and their coach, Silas, who almost broke down in a press conference the other night. Like, what he did to that team, fuck you, man. You do not deserve the MVP. And You're going to get maybe a championship out of it, so whatever. That's enough. And Silas waited 20 years to get a head coaching spot. so bad for that dude. Man did everything by the book, and you, you spat on him. You disrespected him. His dad was a household name as a coach in the NBA lack of respect. It just disrespectful, man. Yeah. That happened. Then all the injuries and then Houston, like that guy, the one positive aspect, it seems that all the other coaches, doc, whoever are rallying occur, they're rallying around him. So he seems to be getting the support. I hope Houston, you know, doesn't give up on him because this is, obviously a wash year for Houston at this point, but man, you have a great coach. I mean, uh, we have nurse, so we don't need a new coach, but I would love that guy on our team. So you can't blame Silas at all. No, uh, no, you can't. Uh, they lost their GM, Maury, uh, you know, Harden, like, like we both can't said, say can't say why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah. We won't go there right now. <laughs> um, you know, James Harden, you know what he did basically, um, holding the franchise hostage, you know, demanding to, you know, to get did out. You, I need to did get you out. wear a fat suit? Like, come on. No, nah, I think he was really fat. I've seen him without a shirt. <laughs> he went nutty professor. He drank something, and then at night he'd go back to smaller Harden. <laughs> I wouldn't hold it past him, man. Look, you can't trust a man with a beard that big. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> go to Go to a Brooklyn super team. This is why I don't care. This is why I just had that argument about MJ versus LeBron. And, oh, MJ was on a super team. They pretty much drafted that super team, okay? Except for Rodman, who came in a couple years later. Most of the guys were drafted. That's the difference. I'm not going to get into that right now. All homegrown. All homegrown, <laughs> and scout, they scouted well. That's oh, yeah, that's, that's said. Okay, so you've already said his name, but LaMelo Ball is another massive injury that's happened, and he's out for the season with a wrist injury. 
Oof. He is a spectacular player. And I said, I said when he was drafted number three, that Minnesota is going to regret it. Like, uh, and I can't remember the rookie they draft. He, he's a good player too. Anthony Edwards. I yeah. think that's his name. He's a good, he's a great player, but Mello is box office, man. This brother can ball. And I hate their dad. He's a fucking loudmouth content who just wants attention on himself. Did you hear what he said about Michael Jordan? Uh, just recently? No. Yeah. What? Yeah, that he's like he's like expired milk. <laughs> Nobody wants to. <laughs> Nobody's gonna reach for him in the refrigerator. It was a, something along those lines, because he wants his brother, his boys to play together in either Charlotte or where, wherever. And they were talking about Michael giving some guidance and you know helping out Lamelo, and he said he doesn't need it. He's like ex- expired milk. <laughs> like the disrespect. You do not think about MJ, yeah. But it, no, it, but going back to Lamelo, he was he was on another planet. Would have won Rookie of the Year. He's probably yeah. not going to now. That's the worst about. And he had his team in the eighth spot. You know him, and he was figuring. I think he was like figuring things out, which which is exactly sad. What he was. And and it seemed like the dad, the whole family, had calmed down. Even his brother was finding somewhat consistency. Like it was kind of quiet, and then he was just skyrocketing. And of course, it's like good fortune happened to this family right now, more so. And this injury hits, and it sucks. Definitely having a rookie of the year, and he is a baller, man. He's kept quiet. He's the one I've never had an issue with him. No, he's, he's never said I do. Why would I? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's quiet. He just he does all the talking on the court, he, and he just. I mean, his dad does all. Actually, his dad does all the talking for all of them. Even Lonzo's quiet too. Lonzo doesn't say anything. Oh, you can tell they love their dad, so they go along with it. But it's definitely that's the loudmouth dad. Well, I just feel sorry for like when the dad opens his mouth and he might name drop someone on their team, and they have to explain to them in the locker room. He's like, "Okay, you know my dad's a fucking moron. That's not. This isn't coming from me." So he's probably telling his teammates constantly, "Oh man, he's just a fucking idiot. Don't even." Don't even listen to him. I don't even listen to him. Just ignore him. Just ignore him. But actually speaking, so let's stick with the um, Baller Brothers, um, the Ball Brothers. So LaMelo's out, but Lonzo is in um, trade discussions right now. He's having a nice season. He's he's yeah. quietly having a nice season. He's shooting the ball better. I mean, this guy's got great court vision. So I'm here to ask you, why is he available when you would think him, Ingram, and Zion would be a great three-headed monster it's really difficult and you're right and it's like i was saying before he found that kind of consistency this year and, and he was quiet and it's been better is it a, maybe it's a coaching thing i don't know does he not fit in the plan like i was thinking about that too it's really difficult to say i obviously zion is the centerpiece yeah and whatever they're going to build around but you know or, or maybe they'd never like, I don't know, maybe Ball is kind of outside of what they view as the future. Like, he's he's a bit of an expendable piece on their front. And he's playing so well and consistent now. And his brother's kind of heightened the name a bit that maybe it's like peak trade value. You know? So they're just feeling it out there. It's like, if they're going to get a stud or something, why not? So so I'm thinking it's, it's almost a feeler. But, but you're right. What he's playing now, I mean, you want that on your team if you're going for a playoff run. 
Well, you think – well, they don't play defense at all, so that that's their first problem. They're, they're atrocious on defense. But you think, like, Lob City. Think about, like, the old Clippers when they had CP3 and um, when Blake actually dunked the ball. Yeah. Hey, he actually dunked t- – Shout out. Shout out yesterday. Yeah. First time in two years. Good good job, Blake. Good Way to earn those two points. <laughs> <laughs> the Brooklyn needed it. Yeah. You have no idea. But, yeah, you would think they'd want that excitement, almost like a showtime. But I think uh, Van Gundy's allowing Zion to ball handle as well. So it almost makes him expendable, like you were saying. But that'd be a shame. I think he looks great in the the Nolia. You know, I think that would be a solid three-headed monster. Yeah, I don't want to say the COVID season has an effect in, like, you know, the salary situation and what's going to be going on in the future with the NBA. But and where do you where do you see him going? Like uh, there's rumors of Clippers. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. Clippers are rumors for anybody with a name at this point. Yeah, well, they need a point guard desperately. I, that's the one thing they're missing. You're not getting Lowry. I don't give a shit. I want that to be an utter failure <laughs> the whole time. That they would have to make the money work because Lonzo money compared to Lowry's money is two different beasts. So they'd have to make that work, and and I'm sure they could, but. Yeah, I hear the the Clippers. I, I heard the Bulls. Um, actually, he's been rumored to like almost everyone. The Raptors at one point. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think this year's trade deadline is going to be interesting. It, we'll see. Yeah, we're two days away. We've already had two somewhat big trades. Going to his tenth or eleventh team, Trevor Ariza <laughs> is heading for Myers Leonard. Oh boy! Yes, Mister Controversy himself, Mister Dumbass. Yeah, real dumbass. So, e gamer, he's playing COD or whatever on the headset, makes an anti-Semitic remark. Real dumbass remark, like a remark that nobody uses nowadays in any form in real life. So, it's not an excuse when I say it's out of ignorance, but it has to be out of complete ignorance to say that word. Because you learned it in what a movie, or you know someone older who said it once. Like you know, it's a derogatory term. But I mean, come on, that it hasn't been used in so long. Like, what do you really know about it? Not only that, and you nailed it. You just alluded to it right there. It's so derogatory. You nobody uses that word. So you have to dig really deep to just find hate. that word. It's yeah. a hate word. It and. Not only that, I don't even think that's the first time he's used that. Because if if you're using that word, you know what it means. Yeah, it was so casual to gaming. And we've got gaming buddies. (laughs) We won't name names. But you... (laughs) Gooby. Yeah. And and he's never said anything that bad. We're not alluding to that. We're just saying he swears. He's never been that. But but his swearing alone, and, and even guys who aren't that bad, what they will say... In the heat of the moment, that wasn't even a heat of the moment situation where he's screaming at a guy who's screaming back at him. That was just pissed off at one guy, and it came out casually as like an insult to that guy. So, well, he paused too. Oh, he knew. You knew right away. He, he paused, and then he kept going on with his business. Do you not know you're being recorded? You're sponsored by you know, different game or streaming companies. Dumbass, don't stream. Yeah, you don't want to make money, keep your mouth shut. 
Yeah. I, I honestly think most professional, well, not most professional. I think some professional athletes are probably bigger dicks than we think. And it's all PR, but you know, I'm not going to tell them what to do when nobody's listening, whatever, but man, you're being streamed. You use that word. Nobody, who else, what, what a controversy without like, come on. No, I, th- like I said, that that's, it's a hate word. It's a hate word. And you know, we all call each other the A word, you know, we say fuck, we, we call each other sometimes the B word out of joking, you know, you and I rip on each other all the time, especially when we talk football, you know, but never have you dropped an N-bomb or I've dropped, you know, any controversial word like that. We don't do that because we have a lot more respect for people and, our, and each other and we don't have that type of hate. It, and for, it, yeah, it's common sense, man. Like, do you just... Do these people not have, I guess, don't have a filter? Like, you just, do you not see the words before you say it? Like, just don't do that shit. You got to read the room. Not only that, it's just, you that word specifically, you know, if you're using that word, it's for a reason. There's a purpose. And his apology was so bogus, I didn't know what it meant. Okay, if you don't know what a word is, why are you using that term? I don't use words I don't know the meaning of. I think that's a bigger issue with society in general right now that we're not going to touch on a basketball pod that the meaning of words has been lost. But just just stupid. So he's been traded, gone to Oklahoma. He was suspended a week or a couple of weeks. I thought it was just a week. Well, he's injured right now. He's injured out season. Yeah, he's out for the season, but yeah, he was he's been suspended for a couple of weeks. So if yeah. he ever plays again, which I don't think I don't think uh, any team really is gonna touch him. Maybe, maybe a team touches him out, but it, I don't know. I he's not that good of a player for me to want to sign up and give him another chance. But I'm not a I'm not an NBA GM. So Yeah, you know what? I'm always that guy. If someone shows true remorse, and I don't mean remorse for getting caught. I mean, remorse for his actions. You know what? Like, you can say what you want as a general public, but the dude maybe does need therapy. And it's not like saying he's mental or anything like that. Go talk to someone and just figure out why you fucking said that word. Okay? And learn not to say. Learn just to be a bit better. Like, you don't... I don't know, man. I'm not going to tell him not to be an NBA. Or if he goes off in the sunset, he's made enough money, fine. You're, you're dumbass. Like, you're the one who agreed to stream in the first place. That's what I don't get. Everybody's doing this shit recorded. Do you, do you not realize what the word recorded means? It's there forever. Like, well, is he going to live this down? Well, I mean, public opinion changes so quickly, so probably. Well, he doesn't look like the sharpest knife in the drawer, so maybe he just laughed at like, oh, I was being funny. Duh, duh, duh. But he weren't at all. Not even a shred. It wasn't funny at all. No, no. Okay. But, but speaking of what's funny, and I want you to drive this home. Oh boy! We were talking about Space Jam earlier. Welcome, Happy Lapew. Benched from Space Jam, the new the new one with LeBron. Was it called New New Legacy? Space Jam New Legacy or whatever? Space whatever. Jam, two, time. Yeah. Two space, two jam. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a better title. Yeah. So. <laughs> So the iconic horn sk- horny skunk from Looney Tunes uh, had a scene in the movie, and it was actually taken down because of complaints of 
his persistent gesture on this on on the main one of the main characters. Bah, are we that soft as a society for a fucking cartoon to dictate and be taken away off a movie? Like, I want you to drive this home, man. Yeah. So, a if you get upset at anything animated or any character that's not real. And I hate to break it to some people, but like Batman's not real. Ninja Turtles aren't real. <laughs> like, there's a lot of shit and I enjoy all that stuff. It's not real. Okay. You mean they're not? Yeah. It's just the <laughs> Yeah. Secondly, and this is the biggest fucking point for me. Okay. All of this is just what you consume. You do not have to watch this stuff. Do you know what happens when something comes on that I don't like? Like say a Knicks game or a Montreal Canadiens game. I don't watch it. I don't sit there making notes about why I hate it and then go onto a message board hoping that somebody agrees with me. It's ridiculous. And also, Pepe Le Pew, yeah, obviously he's a sexist, chauvinist. That's the whole point of the character. I'm not justifying that, but he never wins. Has there ever been an episode where he's done that and at the end the girl turned around and was like, oh, actually, I am into it. Good job, Pepe. Never. No, they always run away. That's the whole always, premise yeah. of the character. He never yeah. gets the girl. He never wins. He never wins. Like, I mean, if that upsets you, then I don't know what to tell you. Maybe don't go see Space Jam 2. Because what does everybody want? Just like vanilla movies, TV shows, sports with no contact, no swear, no emotion. Because I hate to break it to people. That's not what humanity's like. Not at all. That's the reason we love sports. I love that emotional high. Okay. I'm an amateur athlete at best. Okay, participation medals. <laughs> I get goosebumps watching the Leafs, the Raptors, any of my teams win. I feel a part of that team. That's why we all use the word we. Why do you not want people? Like, I, I don't know. It's just frustrating. Man. That's a very frustrating topic. The, well, it is because it's a fucking cartoon skunk. Yeah. Like, the scene was take, was cut faster than Anthony Bennett's uh, NBA career. Like, that. And Anthony Betty, he sucks donkey balls. So... It's an iconic character. Man, the one thing we were joking about in the chat too, making fun of a certain someone was that people were bitching that they took Lola Bunny or like made her less sexy and now made her empowerment. <laughs> so you're pissed about this Pepe Le Pew guy, but also we're pissed off that there's not just this rocket bunny with a, a giant rack. Like, oh, what a shame. Space oh, Jam no. is going to be horrible. Oh god, that's that's gonna dictate how great the movie is with Lola Bunny having big boobs and Pepe Le Pew not being in the movie. Oh boy, good job, folks. Yeah. Has anybody ever watched a Disney or a Pixar movie? Like, how many adult jokes are in there? All the good ones. Like, that's the whole point of it. Everything goes over kids' heads. Okay. (laughs) A kid only knows that it's a bad word if the word is said, and they look at you and you're like, "Oh shit!" (laughs) And the kid's like, "Okay, that's funny as hell." Like. That gets a rise out of people. It's called subliminal messaging. Oh man! Like great for th- great for a basketball pod. They're getting me all heated up about. <laughs> Grant's my gears now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going back to basketball, and also before we moved away on trades too, <clears throat> Aaron Gordon formally requesting a trade from Orlando Magic, the twenty-five-year-old. He wants out, and he does not want to go to a rebuilder. He has said. He wants a chance at massive marketing opportunities, and he wants to go to a championship. So, Melky, where does Aaron Gordon land? That's a great question. Aaron Gordon, he's a complicated player. 
because yeah. he's got hops. He was great in the slam dunk contest. Oh, yeah. He's learned how to shoot uh, a jump shot and, and, a th- and the three ball a little bit. But he's not the guy. So he would be a piece, right? He'd be maybe a second fiddle, third fiddle, if a team could take him. You know what? I see him. I'm thinking Denver. And I've been on Denver for a bit. I think Denver or, and I put Denver and I put Portland in the same, in in the same bubble because they're, they have great pieces like um, for Denver, Jokic, the Joker, and um, um, what's the Canadian kid's name? Yeah, Jamal. Jamal, yeah. J- sorry, sorry, Jamal. Jamal yeah. Murray. Um, you they're untouchables. Them. They're untouchables. Great oh. one-two tandem. But everyone else is just a piece. And if you were to add Gordon to that mix – it could make them interesting because it would give them something they don't have. They're not an athletic team. They're either jump shooters or, you know, they do the pick and roll. Like Jamal Murray and Joe, they probably do the pick and roll better than anyone in the league. But if you were to get Aaron Gordon, that would be a different dynamic. I don't know if it would work, but it's just something to think about. And then Portland, how, how, many, how many years is Dame going to carry the team on his back with no help? Uh, CJ was hurt. Uh, Nurkic is always hurt. Gifted players, but they're never around. Aldridge is old and out the door right now. He's going to be probably bought out. Aldridge plays for San Antonio. Oh fuck yeah yeah. <laughs> but when they were together, that was yeah. That was one hell of a tale. Oh, brain fart because I saw that news come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? If uh, Portland Portland was looking for another player, I would take a flyer on Aldridge. Have a return. Yeah, yeah I would. I think Aldridge can still help you. He can give you 10 and 10. I like your Denver idea, though, because Jokic, like we I said before, is having an MVP season. Jamal Murray is such a stud. That's just an arms race in the West. If oh, easily. Easily. But, yeah, but think about it. Like, Porter – okay, Porter Jr. is, is a great player, but you don't know where what he's going to be. And he's always going to be in the shadow of Jokic and Jamal Murray. Uh, Gordon has shown he's not the guy. So if you bring him over, he he's going to know his role. He's going to be the third option, and that's not too bad on a Denver team that is young. Like he, you said he's twenty five, right, Gordon? He's twenty five. Yeah, they're all around the same age. Like think about it. That's a nice little three headed monster right up right in Denver. Like I would be afraid of that team. I I think that or Portland. I think those are the two teams that should actually look into it. Where do you think? Well, I'm I'm just happy that you're just not I'm not hearing the words Boston, no or York or any of those teams come out of your mouth. Like send no. it west. I am totally down for that, a hundred percent. I think he needs to go somewhere where they'd forget his name. <laughs> I just think he, if he went to the, what is he going to do for New York? If I'm New York, I would, unless you're getting a premier all star bona fide superstar if i'm the knicks i'm not doing anything right now thibodeau is a defensive wizard in that he's got them actually playing like men yeah i'm not i'm not doing anything unless it's a superstar and boston boy you're gonna give up kemba walker kemba walker's a shell of himself they're gonna want a lot more jalen are you gonna part with jalen brown for gordon fuck no i'd rather have jalen brown so 
I don't know. I think West, somewhere West. I like Denver. I'm agreeing with Denver with you. Stud. Makes just makes it interesting. Like think yeah. about it. He doesn't have to. He, he he'll be asked to be athletic, rebound, and you know contribute as a third option. Yeah, and, and right now, so Denver say 25-17, fifth place. They'd potentially be playing the Clippers. They're looking around at Portland Spurs. I mean, you bring him onto the team. That's solid. I I could see Denver moving up, and with the Laker troubles, like we were talking about earlier. I mean. If he did go to Denver, they have a solid chance at going for a second or third. Yeah, buddy. Like they went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah. And they were, you know, LeBron and AD were just too much, obviously. But you throw in Gordon there. Denver versus Dallas as a potential. I'm just looking at some. Yeah. Here. There could be some crazy. Ma- or imagine they end up Tate. Aaron goes to Denver. Lakers. That's it. Two versus seven. It could happen, man. Could be the like. That's why I'm saying you don't. <laughs> I might necessarily not want to finish one or two this season, just because the Lakers are going to dip. Yeah. They probably, they might be six, seven, eight. And you're the top two, three, even the top three seeds. I'd be worried. I'd be like, fuck, like LeBron, AD, they're coming back. They're going to prove that, you know, they're the champs for a reason. Yeah, I'd be worried, but. Jamal Mur- or Jamal having uh, Aaron Gordon in Denver, I think that would help them separate. Or even you, you mentioned Dallas. He would look nice in Dallas. The yeah. shopping Porzingis, apparently that's not working out anymore. Well, like never really worked out. I mean, on the injury front, what it sucks. I saw the vision Mark had for that, but yeah, just unfortunately it didn't work out. So that could be too. That just how they move on from Kristaps and whatever. Yeah. Happened. yeah. All right, so any other uh, trade news going on before trade deadline? Uh, not we, we covered the big major ones. Uh, there probably will be more in the next couple of days, obviously, as the deadline is coming. Yeah, yeah look, look, I think a couple of big names are going to be on the move. Okay, so just a couple of quick note, uh, notes as well. So obviously, oh, Blake Griffin, we've talked about it, but he went to Brooklyn as well. So that's a piece there. I can't stand broken. I don't even I don't even watch their games. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I, I I'll watch some highlights when I'm watching TSN and I'm getting my whole like basketball fix for the day and I'm doing the fantasy and whatever. Yeah. But I won't watch a Brooklyn game if Toronto's not playing them. I don't give a shit. Maybe if it's someone massive, but I can't, dude. I won't watch if unless KD's playing. Yeah, he's the only one that I like, and I know the whole Twitter burner thing. That just made him more like <laughs> that made him more. That was funny. It's like this guy is you obviously so intelligent and he's just getting so heated at trolls online. And he's just got to like pump his own tires. I think that just made him my one of my favorite players. That's just solidified it right there. He'd go through all the trouble to have burner accounts just to troll. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I was his teammate, I'd be just I'd be doing so many pranks on that guy if I found out. Speaking of Brooklyn, like we said too, Kyrie Irving, he's out three days. Uh, family matters. They're not going to stress more. It's just another little. I mean, I hope everything's all right. I don't wish any bad on anyone's family, but I mean, it's just another thing about Kyrie this year. If LeBron's healthy, I think the Lakers take it, but obviously they're probably going to meet Brooklyn in the finals. Yeah, we we both call that uh, the, in the first episode that that'll be your finals. Uh, I, I still think it's the Lakers to lose. They, they just have to get healthy. Maybe make a tweak too. 
they need it. They need a couple of interior uh, big men, like maybe Javal McGee reunite with Javal. Uh, the hair you know. himself, Javel. Uh. Yeah, he's no longer on Shaq and the Fool, so uh, he, <laughs> he's he's respected now. He's got a ring. Maybe Dwight Howard. I don't think it's worked really well with uh, Dwight in Philly. Maybe maybe they called Philly and say, you know, we want Dwight back. Yeah, as long as they don't get Lowry. What Philly? Philly. Just because he said that he's going to Philly. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I'm actually agreeing with you now about Miami. We talked about it before the episode, but yeah, you called it uh, months ago. That was a really good destination if he did go, and I just think with their rookies. Anyways, uh, some crazy news, and we talked about Dallas beforehand, but Sean Bradley, former Maverick star, he's paralyzed, riding his bike, hit by a car unreal i feel so bad what a horrific news i when i saw the the news pop up on the score thing i'm like did that actually just say what i think it said i was shocked i i had to reread it too i actually had to go like normally i just read the little uh, updates when they pop up on my phone i actually had to go into it to make sure i read oh i went on instagram read yeah yeah uh you know it's crazy he was in uh, the first space jam uh and seven foot six tall. I just want to know how you miss a big man on a bicycle like that. Yeah, seven nine or or whatever on a bike. He's probably nine foot. Like at, I, at least. I I can't go further if it's DUI or whatever the incident. I just complete shock. I mean, I hope the best for him and whatever medicine and technology can provide. And I I hope the best for Stanley. Just just shocking news and something you don't expect in the sports world with somebody because it's. So rare, so fucked up. Well, I just I just remember him playing in Dallas. Uh, I mean, he played on some other teams too, but just watching this oversized giant rebound move. He was always super thin, so he kind of looked like the Crypt Keeper, like his body-wise. But he was still like a formidable player. Uh, and yeah, just, um, you know, he was off in the sunset. And then just to hear this uh, tragic news, uh, it's I, I hope the best for him and his family. You know, hopefully medical science... I know we've it's progressed so much, so hopefully they can do something for him because it just sucks. Yeah, truthfully, I didn't know him before Space Jam, and then I saw him on Space, and then the whole crew on Space Jam. After that, when you see games as a kid and you follow him, you're like, ah, okay, I know that guy. And that I started following Sean and the rest of the Monstars then. <laughs> but yeah, just brutal. I'm wishing him the best from the both of us. So Sean, stay in there, buddy. Yeah, hopefully all the best, buddy. Yeah. Okay, so we always love to end these episodes, especially just this first season as a tribute. Kobe, we've done it the first two episodes. And uh, Melky, do you want to go first? You want me to go first, buddy? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it away. Um, as you know, we, we lost Kobe last year. And uh, one of the, I'd say, top five easily NBA players of all time. Uh, my memory this week or this episode is. Kobe hits free throws after tearing his Achilles. It just shows you how tough this man is or was, you know, uh, that Mamba mentality. It was uh, April 2013 against G-State. Um, he fell to the ground and grabbed uh, the back of his uh, left ankle. Couldn't put weight on his leg. Still, he stayed in the game and made the, the two free throws to tie the game, actually. Uh, just the definition of toughness. If I'm ever 
coaching a group of kids for basketball. Oh, I want them to emulate. I'll show them everything Kobe did. I want them to emulate Kobe to a T. This man, this man would still play if he had no arms and legs. That's how tough he is. All heart, Mamba mentality. We've talked about it before. Uh, great. I. That's hilarious that you. I asked you before the episode. I'm like, did you already do that one? You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you had it loaded for this one. Great. Yeah. After Sean Bradley and all that, I wanted to end on a positive note and with Kobe. So we're going to be talking about him passing MJ the GOAT. So I'm going to read this right now. December 14th, 2014, with 26 points in a 100 to 94 win over Minnesota, Kobe surpassed Michael Jordan on the NBA's all time scoring list. His 33,643 points are fourth behind Kareem, Carl, and LeBron. Absolutely unreal. Yeah, At the age he was playing at, too, you, it was at that point where it was veteran Kobe and everybody was just rooting for him. Everybody. How, how could you not? How yeah. could you not? He, not that nobody ever you know, cheered yeah. against him, but it was, it was the world tour of Kobe was starting. It was, you know, everybody was waiting for all the milestones to be hit like it's hit with the superstars. Couldn't, couldn't happen to a better baller. He, uh, he, he's the definition of basketball like uh, when i think of like a mount rushmore he's definitely on my mount rushmore i think so we talked about before i'm sure they're gonna honor trophy name weekends whatever they're gonna do he's definitely on the rushmore absolutely and should be buddy excellent excellent episode oh you know uh it's been a hot minute but glad we were able to get together and throw up some air balls and some bricks uh, I missed it, man. Like it, it just hasn't been the same doing it solo. So I'm glad uh, we can get on this sub. Do you want to give a shout out or what are you up to these days? I know you. I know you're Mister Popular right now. <laughs> yeah, I get the little, you're up to. Yeah, getting a little busy with the schedule, but uh, loving this. Nothing but miss uh, the Leafs podcast. I love doing that with Anthony, and the Leafs are rolling, which is a bit better to watch than our raps. Hoping they turn it around. A lot better, not a lot, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got a mustard coming up soon with movie reviews and the usual, and that's going to be a blast. I'm always looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, and I think you also have something coming up. Yeah, I uh, look out for uh, the latest episode of Nobody Gives a Fuck, uh, Brotherly Love. Uh, I have uh, my brother on as a guest, uh, and we awesome. talk about the one thing we ever bonded over, the TV show South Park. <laughs> and that's how brotherly bonds are formed. <laughs> oh shit! Well played. Uh, yeah, Bob, this has been a blast. Uh, let's uh, let's not make it too long next time. I mean, again, that was my fault. And and Bill Gates, you can you know where you can fucking go, you four eyed bastard. But. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout out to any laptop companies listening. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know where you can go. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I'm Ba. That's Melky. We always say the Go Toronto Raptors go. Let's finally get some win, boys. Come on. Peace. Well, right now it's down three. So come on, boys. Oh, let's go, Raps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace, everybody.